desire that tonight, Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary. Amen. We have a few written requests, Brother George, and, and pretty much his whole family are sick tonight, and Brother Josh and Caden, uh, the whole family is sick, so let's remember them in our prayers tonight. Also, I think Brother Riley is not feeling well, so we remember him in our prayers. Sister Becky, I think she may be I'm not feeling well, so remember her as well. And I'm sure there's many other needs tonight. If you just make those known by an uplifting hand, God sees our hearts, and he knows what we have need of in this service tonight. Amen. Brother John can come. Dan, you happy to be in church tonight? Did you come for something tonight? He's got it abundantly. Anything that we can ask, he has it for us. Let's bond together as a prayer and invite him in a list. Every heart, raise it to him. Heavenly Father, Lord, Lord, what an honor, Lord. Lord, to serve a God, Lord, that would step down in flesh and live amongst us, Lord Jesus. Lord, you was persecuted for us, Lord. You went through chastisement for the love that you had for us. Lord, and you died for us. Lord, we want to remember you every day of our lives. But Lord, to come into a presence like tonight, Lord. Lord, I feel your anointing all over this building. Your sweet presence is with us. Lord, we're so thankful. Lord, tonight we have needs in our lives, Lord. We have situations. We have sicknesses, Lord. Lord, we some, Lord, struggle through life's road so hard we don't know if we can make it. But, Lord, there's strength in numbers, and there's strength in your Holy Spirit. Lord, we ask you to bless this service, Lord, all the hands that was raised, all the hearts that, Lord, are laying humbly before you, Lord. Every need that we raised up to you, Lord, we ask you to move in every special situation. Lord, we ask you to touch your musicians, our song little Lord, prepare an atmosphere, Lord that each one of us can prepare this sanctuary that we have. Lord, we don't have control of a lot of things, but we have control of this sanctuary. Lord, prepare it. Touch our pastor, Lord Jesus. Let him come as we break the bread and drink the wine, assembling your flesh and your blood. Lord, that we can receive a blessing multifold on the top of it, Lord. Be with us, Lord. Anoint us when you worship. Lord, we love you. We praise you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We lift all things to you. In thy lovely name, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. How many are thankful for the fountain that's filled with blood? Amen. Why don't we sing that tonight if we can? Please, God. There is
Blood on the land. 
what gives me strength from day to day. Praise the Lord. Let's sing this old chorus. I need to do something. Oh, what a seats one of our brothers to come and receive the evening offering you just give to the Lord I know he'll bless you we're looking forward to what the Lord has got in store for us tonight I know he's got something special it's my desire that he'll come in a supernatural way 
and just touch the needs of the people. Whatever it is tonight, I pray that the Lord will touch you. Uh, we had Sister Linda celebrating her birthday today. We want to wish her a happy birthday. Brother Kyle is celebrating his tomorrow. And Brother Abraham is celebrating his on Friday. Let's give him a big hand tonight. <laughs> don't forget, uh, coming up this uh, Saturday will be our fall festival. I think it's starting around, is it 3? Is it 3? I believe it's around 3 o'clock. Uh, and we'll be uh, dining around 5, somewhere around that time. So we're looking forward and to all the fellowship. We're going to have a good time. Yeah. And also the, ne- the following weekend, I believe, will be the housewoman for Brother Claude and Sister Eugenia. And the list are on the front and in the vestibule there. So remember that. Let's stand together tonight as we invite our pastor to come and deliver what the Lord has laid on his heart tonight and to give us the communion. Tonight we look forward to remembering the Lord and his broken body for us tonight. Amen. Let's sing it. Search me, oh God. I started that wrong. I'm sorry.
evening, what a privilege to be in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ, to worship the Lord in spirit and in truth. Indeed, what a blessing it is to be a part of our Lord's body tonight. You know, the Lord's body is not just the physical body of our Lord that died and was buried and rose again for our justification, but this is also the extension of the Lord's body here tonight. That when he sent the Holy Spirit, it made us part of that body tonight. What a privilege to be in the house of the Lord, to worship Jesus Christ in spirit and in truth tonight. To sing of his amazing grace and his redemption. That even the angels in heaven cannot comprehend what you and I are experiencing when we sing of that holy and matchless name. They were decreed to give honor to the Lamb. They were created to give thanksgiving to the Lamb. But they have no feelings of being lost and to be redeemed by the Lamb. But you and I are God's subjects tonight. That fell from eternity in a time to be tested by life circumstances but to be redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Oh, the old song says, Redeem how I love to proclaim it. Redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Redeemed through His infinite mercy, His child and forever I am. I am redeemed tonight. We welcome you tonight to the communion service to worship the Lord Jesus Christ. This is a wonderful time for the believers. It is a sacred time for you and I tonight because it is symbolic to the Israelites who were in bondage of slavery under their taskmasters. But praise God, there came an eve where there was a Passover that put them from the shadows of life into their promise that God had promised them. And I believe there'll come a, there'll come a morning as such for us. This is only the figurative of what God is getting ready to do. It's an exodus for the church. Praise the Lord. It must have been an evening like this. Hallelujah. When God told Moses, slay the lamb for our house. Praise God. Have the head of each home to slay the lamb. Because tonight is the night. Hallelujah. This is the hour according to God's time peace. Where Israel will be delivered. I've heard the cry and the groan of my people for 400 years in bondage. But tonight the clock is tick. Hallelujah. This is the exodus. Praise the Lord. What a great time it is for us tonight to be in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. Certainly love each and every one of you. And we thank God for this great opportunity we have to serve the Lord Jesus you know, I appreciate all the saints of God that fellowships at Believer's Tabernacle, but I'm especially appreciative to the core group that's always here at communion night. You know, in anything, you always just have a core group. Amen. You have a core group of people just, hallelujah, just able to just set out and just, they'll come anyhow, praise the Lord. Whether they feel like it or not, they'll still come. Unless just sicknesses has gotten them bound down or something like that. They're just ready to go in the house of the Lord. 
So we're happy to be with you here tonight. Certainly appreciate uh, the uh, musicians tonight. And if they'll just keep their places. And I want to take you into a couple of scriptures quickly before I, I administrate tonight. Just to talk to you a little bit. I've been anticipating this communion all day today. This, my God, I tell you, this is a sacred time. You know, it was during a sacred time like this that God gave me a commission that I was called to be one of the pastor of his churches because communion was so sacred to me. It was in a communion service when the Lord came to me and made it clear to me my position as a minister of God and my calling in the body of Christ. Praise the Lord. As one of those four guards that's guarding the church of God and the position of a pastor. So it's very sacred to me tonight. If you would go to meet with me into the book of Matthew. Let's look at Matthew and then I'll have you have your seat just for a moment. Matthew chapter 26. And we'll look at verses 26. This is what we know as the Lord's Supper, the Last Supper. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup and gave thanks and broke it to them, uh, saying, and gave it to them rather, saying, Drink ye all of it, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remissions of sin. What a scripture tonight. What a scripture tonight. This is the first time in the scriptures where the institution of uh, communion was ever verbalized by our Lord Jesus Christ. Other place he talked about it, except ye eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood. He has no life within you as far as uh, just, uh, just um, laying it all, all out there for the church and just making it clear what he was saying. This was the first time he uttered those words of what will happen thereafter his death that he will actually uh, leave an institution for the church. You may be seated just for a moment and I, I just want to remind you of of the Lord's Supper tonight, what it's all about. We know it tonight as a, a memorial meal. It is a, it is a time in reflection to what Moses, the prophet of God, was speaking of. As we know, Moses said, "The Lord your God will raise up a prophet likened unto me." And this was he was he was forecasting of Jesus Christ. If you want to know what is going on and where we're going. And what Christ is, you need a revelation of the book of Genesis and Exodus. Especially the book of Exodus because it portrays in the entire uh, time of the Exodus, of the turn of Israel, a lot of things that will actually take place uh, when Christ comes to earth. You see, Moses actually types Christ. He was, he, was, uh, he was a leader of the Israelites, and he spoke of many things that will transpire uh, when Christ will come. Many things. Actually, Moses seen the heavens, and God showed Moses the heavenly things. 
And when he built the tabernacle on earth, he built it like he saw it in the heavens. In the mount, uh, when he went up into the mount of God, we understand it was there that God described to him every details of the earthly tabernacle, symbolically to the tabernacle of our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, by no means Moses was any fly-by-night. There was no, by no hint or stretch of the imagination was Moses just uh, some guy in the backside of the desert. He was actually portraying everything that Jesus Christ will come and, uh, and manifest in, uh, in the dispensation of grace. So we notice when Christ stepped into his form as a redeemer and he left us the ordinance of communion of bread and of wine as Moses spoke of it. So we notice that the Lord's Supper is, it is a memorial meal. It is remembering the Lord Jesus Christ. Understand now that when we take communion, we are remembering Jesus' death for our sins. We are thinking in our minds of uh, that when man had fell from uh, his original estate, that there needed to be a greater sacrifice than just the blood of bulls and goats that can totally eradicate sin, not just once a year, but forever out of the mind of God. And there was no other sacrifice that can meet uh, this requirement but the sacrifice of God's Son, Jesus Christ. He was the ultimate sacrifice that brought redemption to uh, fallen man that we might be restored to our original place with him. So I understand that Jesus, uh, uh, speaking of the communion, he, he wants us to remember uh, his death for our sins that we can do it ourselves. No angels could have done it. No prophets could have redeemed us. As great a prophet as Moses was, he could not have paid the price for our sins. He only forecast what was coming. But God, Emmanuel, hallelujah, the great creator of all things, God, that came out of the Logos, we understand he stepped into a body called Jesus Christ. This is why he is King of kings and Lord of lords tonight. You see, what you must solemnly realize tonight is every time that you eat this bread and every time you drink this cup, you are reenacting in your words and actions the death of our Lord Jesus Christ. You're remembering the agony that he went through for you and I tonight. You're reenacting that there was a time when he had the bitter cup in his hand. And he even prayed, oh God, let this cup, if it be thy will, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. You see, he was a man like us, like like passion. He was under the squeeze of life, under the Roman governments, under the power of this world. But he was still God, Emmanuel, tonight. I want you to know that you're reenacting in your words our Lord Jesus Christ and what he did here on earth. We understand that communion is not just about looking back as sometimes many people want to keep Christ in the rearview mirror. 
But tonight I want you to know it's about looking forward. Hallelujah. Not just looking back at what he did for us, but where he's taking us tonight. It's looking forward to a millennium time. A day where we will, we will eat the, we will drink the wine of the vine. Hallelujah. And we will have communion with Melchizedek. You believe that? I believe there's coming a wonderful time. Communion is about looking forward. In 1 Corinthians eleven twenty six, the Bible says, As often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he comes. So we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Hallelujah. We are testifying that he died for us. Every time we make a mistake and we have to activate the blood, it is a testimony that he died for us. Every time we're sick in our body and we cry out for healing, we are testifying the Lord's death until he comes. You see, friends, he made the deposit for your sins, for your sicknesses, for all of your needs. He made the deposits. So when we participate in communion, we're proclaiming the Lord's death until he comes. Do you believe that? There should be a spirit of rejoicing that accompanies this act. Hallelujah. There should be a joy in our spirits. That we are coming to the Lord's table. That he wants us to remember him until he comes. And you see that includes your sins and your mistakes. And your shortcomings. And your sicknesses. And your ups and your downs. That is all included in communion tonight. You realize that? Our contrary to our teaching in Pentecost. Hallelujah. We were thought communion was such, it was such a, a, a sacred thing that it became a horrible thing. Because we fear it. Yes, we respect it. But by the same token, we understand that communion gives us access into every attributes that God has left for his church. You believe that tonight? We're celebrating tonight and proclaiming Christ's death and power to change our lives until he comes back to earth. This is why he said, This do ye in remembrance of me until I come. You believe it? He do and show the Lord's death till he comes. You believe it now? So we are changed because of the death of our Lord Jesus Christ. So communion is celebrating and proclaiming Christ's death. And power to change our lives until he comes back. So while we're here, he's going to keep changing us. While we're here, we're going to have sickness. While we're here, we're going to need accessibility to the blood. Hallelujah. So this do ye as often as he do it as unto the Lord. And he show the Lord's death until he comes. You see, also, we look forward to the day when we celebrate this act of communion with Jesus at the head of the table of the Lord. You know, it's going to be a great communion. You realize that? Abraham portrayed it in Genesis chapter 17, I believe, when he met Melchizedek and he served him bread and wine. 
showing that when we are raptured and changed from this vowed body into a raptured body, that he will be the head of the communion table. You believe that? We rejoice in this act of communion because we wait for the return of our risen Lord and Savior Jesus Christ tonight. You believe it? You see, communion allows us to examine ourselves. There's nothing wrong in examining ourselves. There's nothing wrong in coming and laying ourselves at God's altar and saying, Lord, examine me. Try me, O Lord. And know my heart. Hallelujah. Search me tonight. Know my thoughts, I pray. See if there'll be any wicked ways in me. And lead me to your way everlasting. That should be our prayer every day. Purge me, O God. Try me, O God. We never get to that place where we never pray those prayers. Because we're subject to this earthen things that are here. And all that goes with it. So communion allows us to examine ourselves. You see, the Holy Spirit shines His light on anything in our lives that is unworthy of the body and the blood of our Lord. We ask the searchlight of God to shine your light into me, Lord. Examine me, Father. Put the spotlight in my life of anything that will bring uh, any condemnation or cause me to be uh, of any grief to my Lord tonight. You see, if guilty, you have the opportunity tonight to repent and experience our Lord's forgiveness and cleansing power tonight. Hallelujah. You know, some people feel like they're past that. They don't even have to ask forgiveness anymore. They don't need cleansing anymore. Well, if that's the case, then you don't need the blood. But as long as the blood is there, Brother Matt, hallelujah. I have access to that blood to ask God of forgiveness and cleansing in my mind and spirit and soul. And said, oh God, wash me just now. Oh, I thank God for this tonight. And this now brings a revelation of a new way that we might sincerely celebrate communion tonight, doesn't it? You see the blood of Jesus Christ as a sacred thing. You see communion and every day with him. When you begin to see communion the way I'm talking about communion tonight. Hallelujah. You see communion is the sacrificial lamb for your sins tonight. And we should, not, we should not be just covering up sins tonight, but we should be hating sin and forsaking sin and sinful ways tonight. That's why the blood is there. Hallelujah. I hate sin. I hate uh, certain things, Lord. Help me to overcome the sin in my life. Help me to get away from the sinful way that has trapped me tonight. Help me, oh God, help me just hate this thing so I can have Christ in my life. I say to you tonight, don't come to the bread and cup this evening with unconfessed sin in your life tonight. Because I'm giving you grace, I'm giving you the scriptures tonight that tells us that we have accessibility to the Lamb of God because we are to do this until he comes tonight. I'd like for us to take a few moments to reflect and repent of any 
uh, carelessness perhaps on our part that has led to sin in our lives. Because communion is all about uh, reconciling. You believe that? Reconciling. How many remembers the old checkbooks? You had to reconcile it. Hallelujah. You had to go back and reconcile and make sure everything is there. I see Sister Christie shaking her head. That's right. I know my wife. She used to go through and reconcile the checkbook. You remember that. This is how God wants us to live. He wants us to come to him. It's all about reconciling. And if you give no thought tonight or don't care about the broken body of the Lord, when you eat and drink, you are running the risk tonight of serious consequences. This is why God says, I want you to reconcile the body of Christ or the body of the master often refers to the church. So God wants us to come and reconcile. Hallelujah. Reconcile. Someone said, well, I asked God to forgive me. That's true. You reconciled with God, but have you reconciled with his body or nurse? You believe that? His spirit is at the mercy seat. His body is in the church. You believe that? Christ's spirit is at the mercy seat. Oh, I love this tonight. So do not participate in communion when you have something between you and another part of the body. And I say to you tonight that if you are in conflict with someone or you need to make wrong something you have done to someone else within the local body, don't even think about participating in this holy moment until those unresolved conflicts have been corrected. Say, Lord, I I want this thing corrected from my life. I want everything. This is why the blood is there. Lord, I ask you, Lord, to sanctify me and wash me and wash my mind and my spirit. Don't even think about coming unless you have come to that place and said, Lord, I want you to wash me. You know, we need to take take a few moments and spend a moment in reflecting uh, about our relationships with others around us. Before we go into this communion tonight. We do. We need to reflect about our relationship with others around us. It's so easy to have a communion, a relationship with an invisible God. But when God becomes flesh amongst us, we need to reflect on that form of God that is around us. You believe that? If there's someone that you need to talk to or ask forgiveness uh, uh, of tonight, this would be the time to do it. You see, your spiritual walk with Christ cannot coexist with resentments or unforgiveness. They cannot coexist in the same place. You have to come and bring all of that under the blood of Jesus Christ. Understand tonight that an unforgiving spirit will zap the energy of the Holy Spirit and cause spiritual immaturity and effectiveness to come to a halt in your lives. It certainly will. So I'm going to ask you tonight to take some time to talk to someone if necessary. If you have an issue with someone who is here and you want to get it out or take care of it and clear it out, this is a good time to do it tonight. The Bible says, tarry one for another. In 1 Corinthians eleven thirty three. the Bible says, wherefore, my brethren, when he come together to eat, tarry one for another.
That's why, that's why the Lord put that in there. You see, he knows that his body is not just in the heavens. His body is in the earth. You believe that? You believe his spirit is at the mercy seat? You believe that his body, it is there, a literal body of our Lord. It is there, but the spirit has come back down to tabernacle our bodies as well. Do you know that? Hallelujah. The literal body of our Lord Jesus Christ is blood at the altar. Praise the Lord. You believe that? This is why Revelation chapter 5, chapter 10, we understand when Christ came down. Hallelujah. Revelations uh, 10 and 1, the heavenly angel came down to an earthly angel. You believe that? This was Christ himself, but his body was on the mercy seats. There had to be blood on the mercy seats. So Christ came down in spirit form and anointed the seven angel messenger and give us a message tonight. You believe that? Hallelujah. This is why there was a half an hour of silence in heaven. Because uh, Christ had came down. His spirit had come down. His body was there to intercede for us. But his spirit had come down. But there was a half an hour silence because Christ came down to earth to finish the work of redemption through his uh, word tonight. A couple of places I've read this many a time. Brother Brown said, what dost thou hear? 1959, March the 1st in the evening. He said, every Christian should take communion. It's your duty. It's a showdown. It's a showdown. There's no excuses for not taking no. communion. I hear people say, well, I don't feel worthy. That's good. I'm glad you feel that way because there's only one worthy one. I don't feel worthy enough. He is the only worthy one amongst us. What you need to get rid of is your condemnation. And say, Lord, I come as a Christian. Every Christian should take communion. It's your duty. It's a showdown. Future home, he says, 1964, August the 2nd. You had no right to the Lord's Supper, any communion or feet washing or anything until you've been cleansed by the holy fire of God. Praise the Lord. This is the time. Praise God. So say, Lord, cleanse me by your holy fire. Wash out of me every thought that's contrary to the word of God. Everything that goes against God's word, cleanse me by the holy fire of God. And let your light so shine before men, not in 60 July the 3rd. For I truly think that it's the duty of every Christian to take communion. The Bible said, if you take this, this knot, you have no part with me. And I believe that it is a showdown time for, uh, uh, for the Christian. If you don't take it, we have no part with him. And if we take it unworthily, then we are guilty of the body and death of Christ. So it gets to a place where it keeps the Christian prayed up. So when he comes to communion, we should come reverently, solemnly, sacredly, walking up, confessing all of our wrongs, praying one for the others. Hallelujah. Confessing at communion time all of our wrongs. So where does that put people that think, well, I've already wronged, I've got shortcomings, I shouldn't come. Amen. The prophet says, as you come into the communion table, confessing all of your wrongs and your shortcomings before the Lord and asking God to wash us in the blood of a lamb and to make us white as snow tonight. You know, that is one of my favorite scriptures. Search me, O God. 
and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, I pray. And see if there'll be any wicked way in me and lead me to your way everlasting tonight. David knew how to pray to God. He knew just how to get a hold of the Lord Jesus Christ. Stand with me now. First Corinthians. Do you love him tonight? Oh, how I love him. First Corinthians 11. This is the classic scripture here for a communion. For I received of the Lord that which also I deliver unto you. That the Lord Jesus, the same night which he was betrayed, took bread. When he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. Uh, can you give me a little, I, I can't hear myself. Can you hear me out there? Okay, okay. can you just, just a little bit? I can't hear myself, just a little bit more. When he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This doing remembrance of me. It's all about him. After the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance. Notice everything. So communion is it, it is it is a time of remembering our Lord Jesus. Commemoration to him. Remembering him. You see, friends, if you don't remember anything else in this world, hallelujah, please don't forget about him. If you can remember him, you got everything. Hallelujah. You can forget about a lot of things, but if you remember him tonight, you're on your way. Hallelujah. You know, it is, you know why would the Lord tell us two or three times in this passage to remember him? Because he understands the human elements of just getting caught up with cosmos. And so easily allowing those things obscure us from him. And he said, remember him. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, you don't show the Lord's dead till he come. Wherefore, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For eat it, eat it, and drink it unworthily, eat it, and drink a damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this cause, many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. And if we should judge ourselves, we should not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened of the Lord, that we should not be condemned with the world. Wherefore, my brethren, when he come together to eat, tarry one for another. And if any man hungry, let him eat at home, that he come not together unto condemnation. And the rest will I set in order when I come. You know, there's healing in a cup tonight. I believe in divine healing. I believe in divine healing tonight in the bride of Christ. Do you believe that? I don't care what sicknesses you have tonight. I believe when you come and you take this communion tonight that God can heal you tonight. Because it brought healing to the Israelites. 
The Bible said their shoes never wore out, their clothes never wore out. When they took that communion, they had strength, supernatural strength. And I believe that God can give you supernatural strength tonight. I'm going to believe in for a miracle tonight. I'm going to believe when you take this communion tonight that God will heal you body, spirit, and soul tonight. And not only that, he will protect you. He will cover you. It will last. This communion I'm serving you tonight, it will protect you in the time of trouble. It will help you. Hallelujah. God will be with you and he will surround you and he will give his angels charge over you. Sister Christie, it could have been a different story tonight. But you know what? God's grace protected you. Hallelujah. It was the mercies of the Lord. It's the goodness of God. You believe that? Yes, it could have been a different story tonight, friends. One of our body could have been missing tonight, but God's grace. You know what did that communion? Communion gives us that with the Lord Jesus Christ. How great he is. I'm very thankful tonight for his mercy and his grace. I'm going to go ahead and dismiss the uh, streaming audience tonight as we are going to go into private communion tonight. But service will resume here Sunday morning. Uh, Sunday school will be uh, uh, Children's Church at 9.45. Sunday school at 10. At 10.30, we'll have a message study here. Brother Brandon will be teaching. And then we'll have regular service at 11. The Lord bless.